0: So in today's episode, we're going to continue our conversation from the previous episode where we are trying to help everyone prepare themselves to win. So this will be part two of Prepare Yourself to Win. Welcome to the God's Best for Your Life podcast with Greg and Sharon Fletcher. Well, welcome everyone. As I mentioned before, we're, we're going to have part two of preparing yourself to win in this season because you know the 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 darkness that we're all seeing around us can be quite overwhelming, and so uh, we want to uh, continue that conversation. But let's kind of recap what we covered in the previous episode. So you know, there's the 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 first point was that you know there is going to be darkness, right? And and we shouldn't be surprised by that. That, that God has told us that there are things were going to be dark, and the 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 mindset that you have about that is that since you know it you can't be caught unaware and the enemy won't use it as a way to kind of rattle your cage,
1: and and it kind of reminds you that God already knows it's going to happen, and He's not afraid of it, so you don't have to be afraid. That's right. Either.
0: That's right. The second thing was is for us to to avoid the idea of a focusing on the evil or in the darkness, because that'll cause you to be ineffective. You know, and that's really one of the purposes of the enemy's plans is to kind of rattle our cage and to get us to sit down and not be strong and and produce fruit. Yeah. And then um, the things that we wanted you to stay focused on uh, for this season was uh, to uncover that God would we would, know it would be our prayer to uncover evil, right? And that it would be ousted, you know? So that'd yeah. be one of the things that we yeah. would focus on.
1: Yeah, and, and that's what God's doing in the earth right
0: now. Yeah, another thing was to pray for those people who, uh, who, are, who are standing for the truth of God's word, right? Or we need to come alongside them, maybe help them and, 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 and support them. And then um, another thing also was that we would understand that, yes, things are being shaken, but that's so that the things that can't be shaken will remain. Yeah. You know, I really love that, that that those things, we don't have to necessarily be upset that things are going crazy because that means that God's working. And then the the last area thing that we were trying to talk about was that you need to kind of start paying attention to where God's working in your life and where he isn't.
1: Yeah. As you're shifting your focus from what you're seeing going on in the world to what God is doing, it's going to be easier to see that.
0: Fruit. Yeah. And that's a proactive stance. All right. God wants to be using me. Then how do I figure out what God wants from me? Right. Right.
1: And where where is he using yeah, me? So already. you're looking
0: for where the fruit of God is, is happening in your life. And then you're also paying attention to wherever things are really frustrating. Maybe you need to back off of that.
1: Yeah. And, and if it's not bearing fruit, then let it go.
0: Yeah. So that's kind of what we talked about in the previous episode. So we're going to continue to to kind of unfold uh, what we what what we think people need to be focusing on. You know, we we were talking about uh, kind of the same things. You know, we 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 just went through uh, the Olympics. You yeah, know, and yeah, you, yeah, and yeah. you saw everyone. Uh, competing in the olympics and you know they worked hard they dieted they worked out they did almost they were very disciplined yeah and so uh some of the things that we talked about were you know with the discerning the fruit in your own life that was a way that you can discipline yourself and 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 latch on to what's going but another one is to proclaim god's authority and sovereignty over the earth why is that so important
1: well it, it really will encourage you and you know it's amazing. Faith works um, by and by love, but it, it follows hope because faith is the assurance of things hoped for.
0: So hope's like the fuel.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like the pattern. Mm-hmm. You know, for for it gives faith something to do. You know, so as you're as you're proclaiming and you're meditating on what God's doing on the earth and what what the Bible says about his authority and what the Bible says he's given you in Christ, that's going to produce hope in your life.
0: Yeah, because we're, we're basically what we're talking about is remembering that God is God. Yeah. And that, you know, the stuff that's going on around the world isn't more than he can handle.
1: No. And, and, and we've talked in a couple of previous episodes before about that. It's not even ca- causing him to be surprised. He's not taking it's not taking him by surprise at all he knows he's already seen it he saw two thousand years ago what was going to happen so he's not worried about it at all and he's he's actively working and doing things in the gareth and so it encourages us to um to meditate on those things and then as we go walking through our days and walking through the 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 ministry that god's given every single one of us you know whether it's a housewife or whether it's a it's a, a corporate person or any of those things, you're called to ministry in that situation. And as you're walking around in hope, that that surprises people.
0: So when we, you've heard, I've heard that the term sovereignty, a lot of people use that term. And and really we're just talking about that God is outside of, of the earth and he has the ability to transcend. He's mm-hmm. not limited by any too much. But I, but I know also that, that, there are times where God can't work in certain situations. There, there are times where he's limited by people's faith. He's limited by people's, um, cooperation right? yeah,
1: by their free will. Yeah, for sure.
0: And, and, and so we, we're not saying that we're all like puppets, you know, no. we're, we're not saying that. Uh, but, but what we are saying is that, you know, we do need to cooperate with God and we need people to cooperate with God. That's why we have prayer. Yeah. You know, that's, that's one true. of the reasons why prayer exists. Yeah. It's a way for you to cooperate with God and, and, and really free him up to work in your life.
1: Yeah. And, and honestly, God wants to use you in your sphere of influence. And He's designed you to be successful at it, and and to be joyful and happy and peaceful as you're doing it.
0: You I know? mean, Jesus prayed every day. Yeah, you know? all he, the time he did, and he did that so that he could fulfill God's purpose. You know, yeah.
1: well, Paul says to pray without ceasing. Yeah. So it's kind of it's actually supposed to be like a constant state of, that we find ourselves in.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I like the idea of prayer being um, a way that we can connect. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and it's not a requisite, right? It's not like God's going to heaven going, Well, you ever prayed today, so I don't love you anymore. It's <laughs> Thankfully. not like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's really just a way for you to plug in, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And it, it, it kind of lifts your thinking up to the heavenlies, you know, because where we're seated with Christ Jesus, which is where we should be praying from. So this present darkness scares people without Christ and without hope and causes them to see their own precarious position. We know we were talking about the darkness last time about what what some of its purpose was so God is using that darkness to give us a great opportunity to insert the only true source of hope and peace yeah. which is Jesus yes you know because I mean Paul talked about that we are, we are to give um, a defense whenever people ask us about the hope that's within us you know and so we're supposed to be hopeful and you're not going to be hopeful if you're not focusing on the right things yes. So Numbers um, chapter 14, verses six through nine is an example of this, um, where we see two, two groups of spies. We see um, Caleb and Joshua as the righteous spies that went into um, the, the, the land flowing with milk and honey, the promised land that was given to the Israelites. And then they had 10 spies that that it says brought back a, an evil report, and if you don't, if you're not familiar with that, just read the whole book of Numbers. I mean, it's 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 really it's it's really insightful, and it it teaches us a lot of things. But in this instance, um, chapter 14, verses 6 through 9 says, "But Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh." who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes because, and, and the reason they tore their clothes was because the other people were believing the evil report that it was too big for them, that the monsters, the the, the giants were too great. Yeah, it's
0: like a public way of saying you're frustrated.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's how they used to say that, or they were disappointed or, you know, didn't approve. It says, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, the land we passed through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. And the Lord delights in us. Then He will bring us into this land and will give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. Their protection has departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. So, as you're focusing on God's sovereignty and God's authority, it's great. It's really easy to, to understand that the giants that we're facing are actually opportunities.
0: Yes. And, and, and so as you're watching the news and some bad news comes over it, you can reply to it. You, you can say, no, 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 that's not what's going to happen. Or my God's going to overcome that. Yeah. And, and he's going to get the glory for that. You yeah. Know? That,
1: that, that these things are bred for us. You know, I mean, You know, uh, a a lion is not afraid of a wildebeest. No, they're not even afraid of necessarily a stampede. You've got a pride of lions. They're going to cause the stampede, (laughs) you know, and I think we need to, to adopt the, the attitude that if God is with us, who can be against us? You know, if God is on our side, what can man do to me? You know, so we, we need to, to really meditate on those things and let it let it affect what we think about ourselves and let it affect how how we can trust the Lord in these situations.
0: I I, I like the uh, I like the phrasing that says you know, these giants in our land are prey for us. You know, in other words, like it becomes though that we're not gonna just survive, but yeah, we're gonna, the King we're James. gonna overcome. Yeah. You know Yeah,
1: that's the that's what it says in the King that, James. That,
0: that it'll be bread, right? yeah. you know. Bread is something you consume. It's yeah. not you know, and again a lot of people they get it mixed up in their minds that Christians are supposed to be these weak little creatures that no god wants us to be conquerors yeah god wants us to over to overcome the darkness of this world yeah and to to make it conform
1: yeah and and you you see in the dichotomy between those two groups of spies that the the ones with the evil report saw themselves as the prey but joshua and caleb saw their problems as they saw the them as the
0: conquerors right yes yep.
1: they saw themselves as the conquerors and the problems as the prey for them
0: yeah and so their, their attitude made a huge difference in how they approached this scenario some people were afraid whereas joshua and caleb were they were they were encouraged
1: right so listen I, I would encourage you to listen to your heart to uh to what the spirit's saying to the church whenever you see these things or hear these things when you're talking with your friends or whatever and, and I, what, what, I, what he's showing me is that he's not fearful about the news because he knows who wins. You know, he's focused on getting us prepared for our future, you know, and for what he's going to do in our lives and what he's going to do on the earth through us. You know, um, a great example of that we find in Matthew 25, where it's the, the parable of the 10 young virgins, you know, the, and there five of them were prepared for the bridegroom's coming um, and five weren't. You know, so as we are listening to the Holy Spirit, as opposed to listening to the world, he's going to tell us those little bitty things to do to prepare for what's what's going to happen. You know, and it leads right into the next thing that the, we wanted you guys to focus on is to lean into the work God is already doing right now around you and in you. Yes. And, and take notice of some of these things.
0: Yeah. So one of the things that we that we that we understand about how to recognize you know what the the work of the lord is is where it's not stressful right but it's easy you know we yeah. were talking about this in the previous episode that that's one of the ways that you can figure that out because i'm not going to lie sometimes it's hard to figure out what's going on yeah you know sometimes yeah. it, it's difficult to try to put yourself out there but there'll be times where i've seen people who who had a calling on their life and they didn't even really realize it they were just doing something right they were just doing what felt good yeah or, or what was or what, what right. they were what they were motivated to do or like they had a passion for yeah. and so you know that that's something that you could start looking at going hey man god's using this so i'm gonna lean into it. i'm gonna double my efforts and and maybe change some resources in my life and and so more into it and that kind of thing i think that's a really great way to, to hone in on that
1: yeah you know um it's funny um Consistently if, if whenever we're looking at the uh, metrics and the analytics of our podcasts, the one that that, that gets the most views is or, or is it the podcast or the blog?
0: The the episode. That that podcast oh, both. episode, both. both of them. Yeah, both.
1: And 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 the title of it is
0: Um How to Know Whether you're being led by fear or anxiety. Or wisdom. Yeah, or wisdom, that's right. Yeah. So fear or wisdom, that's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Right. So, and and I think that the reason that that's so popular is because that's a hard thing to determine.
0: Yeah. A lot of people want to know.
1: Yeah. that They're like, okay, is what I'm sensing, is that, am I, is that, is that wisdom or is that fear that's leading me? Because we don't, we don't like the idea that we're in bondage to fear, but then we don't want to be foolish either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think what you just talked about, about God's work in your life, not being stressful is one of those keys to tell the difference. Because um, the Lord leads you with His peace, but the devil drives you with fear or anxiety. And, I, and I, for me, that—that is—that is, um, that is a, a, a real easy way. One of the easy ways to, to determine those two things. Yeah. If I'm feeling anxious, like I have got to do this right now, you know, then okay, I'm not being led by peace in that. I'm—it's I'm, it causing stress in my life. Yeah and and the devil wants you to feel rushed he wants you to feel like get to make a decision right now and if you don't everything's gonna blow up and and yeah. that's fear
0: yeah you, you can on purpose stop i recommend you just sit down at that point until you can get it together yeah you know if you're if you're being like driven like a little through stress um you are being manipulated
1: About and You've said to me in the the past that you've noticed like when you're making decisions because you're in the corporate world and you have a lot of responsibility. So when you're making decisions, you've learned that most things don't have to be decided immediately.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's rare that that you have to make uh, drop of the moment decisions, Uh, although in the last couple of years during the pandemic, there were a few. But for the most part, you're you can afford yourself a, a few a few days or at least a few hours Mm-hmm. Before you have to make a decision, and
1: what do you do during those hours? I you're...
0: get quiet. I'll quiet in my heart, and, and I'll just listen, and I'll choose to not have an opinion. You have to start off with mm, that's choosing to not have an opinion, right? So you so so, didn't have to arm no, wrestle that. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, you don't have to go. Like, oh, I was hoping we'd go that way. You know, um,
1: that's kind of like when you're out to when you're picking a restaurant with your spouse. Yeah,
0: but I do recommend that you just not have an opinion. And because then you go, they, oh, that sounds good.
1: Yeah, because if they say something, you're like, no, I didn't really want that. You know?
0: <laughs> well, you know, God having to wrestle something out of your hands is not a pleasant experience. No. No, it's not no. fun. You know.
1: So in those situations where it is a spot instant where you have to make that decision, do you find that, you, that the Lord is very faithful to?
0: Yes, because uh, scripture tells us that if I seek him, then he will show up. You so know. so
1: he tells you instantly if if you need to know he'll tell you.
0: There are times when he does tell me instantly. And then there are times where he will reveal it through a series of calls and responses. In other words, like he'll he'll reveal some principles or maybe he'll show me how where maybe I was uh scared about failure about something and then he'll um. reveal to me that i first need to deal with that before he will he'll move me forward into handling the particular problem
1: man and that's so good that you're listening to that because sometimes i would i mean i think for myself that that the lord can say okay i want you to work on this before i can answer your other question i'll it's the temptation is to go well i don't want to deal with that right now i want the answer to my problem yeah but sometimes they're tied so you kind of have to let the Lord lead you through the path that he knows that you need to go. Yeah.
0: Because he, he has our best interest at heart. Yeah. He really does. That's good. All right. The The, the second way that you can lean into the work of God and, how, and what he's already doing in you and around you is for you to understand that for God to work in you isn't beyond your ability. In other words, like it, sometimes he'll do things in you that you may not think you can do, but his spirit in you can do all things mm-hmm. and that's a it's a it's an amazing revelation when you finally get it because then suddenly there's nothing that you won't look at favorably you know whereas before we have a tendency to gravitate towards the things that we're comfortable with or sure. or that we do well right
1: yeah or we think we do well yeah
0: we think yeah <laughs> well there might be some right where you feel pretty good about it you yeah know? yeah yeah so you know but and then there are times when when those are good things to do you know i mean if you have any skills, let's say you're a really great cook, right? And so you'll be like, Hey, well, I'll make I'll make stuff for the church or whatever, you know. Yes, that's an acceptable sacrifice and, and a gift for you to pour out. But then there'll be sometimes times where God will he'll say, No, no, I want you to do this or this, you go, but I've never done that before. And he'll go, Yeah, you'll be all right. You know. So again, we, we, we have a tendency to put ourselves and God in a box yeah, that's so of, true. of our understanding. And so there'll be times where he will lead you to do something you've never done before, and you just gotta trust him. Yeah. You just got to say, well, I trust you, God. You know, whether I live or I die, whether I stand or I fall, it's all I'm it's all on your grace. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what I found what I have found in those situations is in areas where he, we, we clearly know that God is calling us to something that we have we have no maybe maybe no education to do or no practice
0: well, and that could happen. It's we're it talking as we're talking about the this the season that we're talking about, there are gonna be new things that are gonna to come to pass that have yeah. never happened before yeah. by people who've never done it before as a witness yes. of the power of That's God. That's
1: good. That's so good.
0: And and we need to be willing to be a part of that. And know yeah. that means you're gonna to have to deal with the insecurities of not knowing what you're doing.
1: And I don't wanna stop there's two things I wanna share, but but right with what you're just saying, God is going to be glorified. People are going to be saved. God's work on this earth is going to be glorious. But you get to choose whether or not you're involved with that or not. You get to choose. He's not, he's not going to force you. There will be someone else that will pick it up if you put it down but yeah, it's he up will. to you.
0: He, uh, he has said that to me many times. Yeah. That, that he would, if I don't do what he, what he asked me to do, he'll raise somebody else up to do it.
1: Man, that, that stings. Doesn't it does it?
0: sting because then <laughs> now suddenly you you have to deal with the realization that you lost out.
1: Yeah. That you didn't get the fruit. You yeah. Didn't get you to, didn't get to, to be bear- a
0: part of, the move of God and somebody else Man, did.
1: I mean, I mean, it'd be like, it'd be it's like, bitter. it'd be like, it'd be like one of the disciples that decided not to follow Jesus, and then you learn later about yeah. all the cool things that happened, and you could have been there, but it wasn't you. You know, man, that would sting.
0: Well, I mean, like Thomas, right? So, yeah, yeah, doubting yeah, yeah. Thomas. Yeah, you know, how'd you like that to be your legacy?
1: <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> but as something else I wanted—I wanted to bring up—it kind of goes along with that—is that even though you may not have done the exact thing that God is calling you to do. You. He's been equipping you this whole time.
0: Yeah, he's been preparing you. You just don't know it.
1: You just don't know it until you get in those specific. Uh, it would situations. be cruel
0: otherwise. Right. You know, and, and he's, he's not, not cruel.
1: No, he's not. And and it's just uh, I can't tell you how fun it is to watch my kids or my husband step into something that's completely new to them, knowing that God has prepared them for it, and to see them just soar. It is so fun i just i love seeing that and and that's 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 what happens and i i i just feel like i'm getting just a part of how how much glory and how much pleasure the lord gets from that you know because he's equipping us every day in different situations in different uh opportunities to be ready for the next big thing for us you know and because like greg says he loves us he's not going to lead us into those situations without being fully equipped no i mean that's just not his character he knows what you need for every everything that's coming up, you can trust him. He loves you.
0: Yeah, he does. And the next thing we want to talk about as far as leaning into the to the work of God that he's doing in you is to understand that God will tell you specific things to do to be prepared for the coming days. Yeah. Now, you know, we see that happen a lot in movies and stuff. People will have premonitions or those kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not really talking about that because we're talking about a direct connection with God you know yeah. but he will tell you I know that but before the pandemic hit he kind of warned me to prepare and so I did I went out uh, several times and prepared you know and, and got supplies for us and that kind of thing and I, I think I had them a week or two early yeah, you know and before uh, everything hit the Yeah, before everything kind of got crazy and
1: which is crazy yeah it about. is it
0: is and then uh yeah, and and what's interesting you know and I, I had to kind of work through it because I didn't want Sharon to worry so I kind of put I left everything in the garage <laughs> I didn't want her to think hey what are you doing you know
1: <laughs> what are we turning into Walmart here? yeah
0: exactly and uh but then after things kind of were weird I, I took her out there and said well here's all the stuff that I've been you know saving up and it was it was his provision you know Yeah.
1: well and, and another thing was you started having um in your corporate life you started having people plan for working remote yeah back in like december yeah we, we only
0: had maybe three or four people working remote and then suddenly i had to make the whole company go
1: right but but they were already ready yeah. i mean there was like zero it, transition. Took, it, it took
0: 24 hours yeah. yeah i mean
1: i mean who does that i mean you're talking about a ton of people and and they were already ready. because Yeah,
0: I'd, I'd actually been preparing for like two months.
1: I mean, that's a God thing. Yeah, it is. Because there's nothing in the natural that would tell you that you need to make a yeah, plan for that. And well, and
0: now that we're on the other side of all that, and, and I've seen how God can do it, it just encourages me yeah that the Lord is with me. Yeah. And that, you know, granted, I may not realize it at the time, but the, there's a lot of times where right after or, or soon after, I'll be like, oh wow, he was there and he was yeah, doing this and that kind of thing. Encourages it
1: encourages you. It, and it makes it, it
0: builds my faith and it makes me realize how much he loves me. Yeah.
1: You know. And me too. You know, because he 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 through you prepared for our family. Yeah. You know, so don't don't discount those little those little ideas. And sometimes it's just a you know, there was a time just this last week, I was driving home and um my son had just gotten his wisdom teeth out. Our, our second son had just gotten his wisdom teeth out, so I was uh, picking up his medication. And after I was doing that, um, I had the thought, you know, I should swing by schnooks. To go. It's our local grocery yeah, store. Our, a local grocery store. And I thought, nah, I don't need to go to because I can go later. And then and then I thought, well, I can swing by the bank because there's a bank right there. So I went, went to the bank and then I thought, you know, I really just should swing by sh- the grocery store. It's right here. So I said, okay, I'll, I'll run in there. Well, lo and behold, there were some people on there that I needed to stop and visit with and just love on for a little bit, you know. And that that was the Holy Spirit leading me yeah. in that situation. That's That's happening to you all the time. I want to encourage you. You do hear the voice of God. Yes
0: scripture you, you, says so. Yes,
1: he says that you do you do. Do you know it it's just learning keep keep practicing. Keep keep practicing this. Keep just trying. Keep just trying because you'll 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 be able to refine that as you practice it. And and as you're doing that, God will have you pre- doing things that that make you look weird at the time just like noah he looked pretty weird draw, building a big boat yeah. in the middle of the desert you know or wherever he was but you know when the rain started he looked pretty smart
0: yeah the interesting fact is he was building a boat in an area that had never seen water
1: yeah they'd never even seen rain
0: no, no. i mean
1: the whole world had ne- it had never yeah, rained. It never rained so floods were like non-existent so
0: there was no earthly reason for him to do what he was no. doing But but in those situations, and then when those things happen and when God does lead you, it's a a really great opportunity to give him glory.
1: Yeah, it absolutely is. And you know what? Um, Believers having that wisdom and walking in that wisdom that God gives them um, encourages other people to look twice at Christianity and go, wait a minute, there's something there. Because they knew what was going to happen. They were prepared. Yeah.
0: the last section we want to talk about um, is really is to, is to meditate on God's ultimate plan. You know? And so, you really, I mean, because there's short-term plans, there's things that are going on today, next week, next month, and then there's the ultimate plan. You know, God's, the thing that He really wants to see done, period, through the course of time, uh, you know, while we're all here and 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 He's uh, working. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, part of that would be you know that everybody come to the to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ in their own lives. Yeah. You know it is God's absolute. Uh, That's why idea. he sent Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's why he sent Jesus. It said that, that he would none perish, but yeah. all come to repentance. Right. And it's not so that they can be the the cosmic killjoy or judge everybody. In fact, I really want to make sure I'm clear about that. God didn't send Jesus. If you go look at John three seventeen, He didn't send Jesus to condemn the world, but to save it. God's not interested in judging you anymore. In fact, that's why He sent Jesus. If God's ultimate plan was to judge the world, He would have never sent Jesus. Because he, he was would already have, Yeah, He would have had it all teed up. <laughs> you know, if if it was all about God, you know, having a good time judging the world, He was good to go before He ever sent Jesus. He didn't need Jesus at all. But yeah. it's not. That is not His will. It's not His motivation. His motivation was to save everybody from their sins, so that fellowship could be obtained.
1: Yeah, absolutely you know god has good plans for you and they reflect his love for you if you look up jeremiah 29:11 it says that but the devil also has a plan it, jesus says that he comes to see he seeks to to uh to steal kill and destroy you know so there are two plans but we know that ultimately god's plan wins because jesus already won yeah so all uh, all of the things that we're talking to you about it, hopefully that encourages you to to realize that even though the devil's plans are, you know, trying to steal and trying to kill and ty- trying to destroy us and destroy the church, um, ultimately God will always win. You know, and another thing of God's ultimate plan is for the church to glorify him and to reflect Christ to the world accurately.
0: Yeah, I like the the, the term accurately there because so many people believe wrong things about jesus and and our Father, you know they just yeah. believe lies, yeah, and the enemy's always just oh, creating yeah. false narratives and versions of of understanding about 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 God and about what he wants and why he came and you know and it's it's usually because um if you the reason a lot of people don't like Jesus is because Jesus represents their need of a savior and they want. To not feel like that that they're judged in their behavior and in their lifestyle, and, and, and the if you recognize if you, if you have if you recognize that Jesus even existed, now suddenly you're ha- you're recognizing that the idea that you needed him, yeah, and that's why people have a bad attitude about 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 Jesus. And he warned us, he told us, hey, if you love you know if people are going to hate you because they hated me first, you know, yeah, and so that's that is part of it. But just understand, that's why Jesus is so controversial, because if you acknowledge him, then you have to acknowledge your need of him.
1: Yeah. But it's important for us to reflect him accurately. Yes. Because like you were talking about, um, God didn't come to the world to judge the world. The only ones that he wanted to judge was the devil. Yes. That was it. You know, so I think, you know, as we reflect the love of God and as we reflect forgiveness and we and we reflect the goodness of God and, and the character of God and and. In, in what we're going through and how we react and how we respond to people, um, it gives God glory. Yeah, and people can see Him clearly.
0: We have a powerful part to play in all this.
1: Yeah, we do, and and we want peop we want the world to see who He really is, you know. Because like you talk about, the devil's trying to, you know, if you if you ever see a Christian with, um, with a critical heart or that condemns other people, the devil gives them a, me- a megaphone. <laughs> You know, here, show everybody that Christians are all about just being cosmic killjoys and, and ruining the party for everybody. You know, not that you don't call out the bondage that's going on, but it's always out of love. It's always out of, Hey, let me help you get free. Let, Let me help you. Let me help you, um, to, to get out of this pit. You know, not, well, you're, you're a filthy sinner and you need to repent and blah, blah, blah. blah. You're going to hell. and blah. You know, that doesn't glorify God. No, that's not what Jesus did. He, he, he was hanging out with these people and, and, uh, it says he, they said they called him a friend of, of drunks and sinners. Now, if, if he's going around telling these people how evil they are and how they're going to hell, that's not a friend. No, they're not going to be hanging out with him. No. You know so there must have been something else going on there he was sharing the truth with them who he was and why he was coming which was good news you know people know that they're sinners people instinctively feel that guilt and they're looking for something and and we have that and as we are showing the love of god to our neighbors they want that for themselves and they will come up to you i've had people come up to me and ask me what do i have to do to get saved and it wasn't because I told them how sinful they were. It was because I was loving them.
0: Yeah, that's what it says in the scripture that they will know us by our love. Yeah, it won't be because they'll they'll know us by how holy we act, or, or, how, how, than or
1: how we or act, how, <laughs> or
0: how we dress, or you know, or you know, what I'm saying, or what television shows we watch, whatever. Yeah. They said it'll know them by our the verb love. You know. And
1: I'll be honest with you, I'm 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 kind of excited of all the darkness and the shaking that's going on because it will turn hearts yes. to, to open to the Lord. Yeah, I
0: guarantee you that what you're not hearing about every day is is the the hundreds and thousands of people that are that are turning to Christ every day. Yeah. And how churches are are churches are growing, you know, the news is that churches are not growing. They are absolutely growing. At least
1: the ones we know. Yes.
0: I mean yeah. the, the church that we've been attending for the last couple of years Uh, is is pretty much standing room only now on Sunday mornings. It
1: is. You know, and God is moving in there. Yes. And God's doing things and blessing people. And God's doing that all over the country and all over the world. The world needs to know God loves them. And that's the only firm foundation they can stand on. Yes. And and as they're open and as they're listening, that's a perfect opportunity for us to share it. You were created for such a time as yeah, this. Yeah,
0: you're you're supposed to be here now and God yes. wants to use you.
1: Yes, and this is your bread. This is this is your situation. Yeah, you've been
0: you've been trained for this.
1: Yep. So, um something Greg shared with me, um that really stuck out to me and I think it applies to the situation here. Is he said, uh, God cannot resurrect something that has not first died.
0: Yeah, I think I heard that preach from the pulpit once. Oh, did
1: you? Mm -hmm. I just thought that was, it really impacted me. Because sometimes we we mourn the changing and the dying of what we thought situations were going to be or, you know, relationships or whatever. But, uh, But that death means that the power of God can come in then and turn it into something even greater. You know, and so I hope I hope that encourages you and helps you to um, just have
0: hope. Yes. Well, this has really been I'm really glad this has really been a good one to uh, the second episode of a two-part series, and and I just feel so encouraged, and I hope that you do as well, because it, it is dark out there, but you know what, the light that shines inside you it's so much brighter yeah. and it overcomes the darkness. And so we just want to encourage you to, to trust and believe that God wants to use you and he's going to show up yes. and, 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 and you can step out and not be afraid, Woo. you know? And I, and so we just encourage you to do that. Uh, we also encourage you to share our, our podcast with, with friends who, who need to the same, uh, who need the same encouragement. You know because everybody's going through it you know that's something that uh, was really evident over the last couple of years is that everybody has been negatively affected absolutely and and everybody could use some encouragement so I guarantee you you know somebody somewhere who could really use this message and so we encourage you to share it with them we also encourage you to go check out our website gods-best.com where we've got lots of blog articles and, and downloadables and just lots of stuff that you can share and get into and, and also reach out to us on social media where you're on all the major platforms there. We are very available. And so if you have any questions about anything, you can reach out. And so, uh, well, I'm Greg. And I'm Sharon. And so we know you can have God's best for your life and we're here to help.